Like we just said, like we just said in davening, we continue the month of Tevis. We're learning, Nishmas, Alon's Abba, Avram Chai ben Yosef Shimon, The whole week is sponsored by in, by the Aviv memory of Shira Tzivia Bas Avram, Zichon Levracha, and Leilui Nishmas Rusa Hava Bas Yidido Dvara Zichon Levracha, and Leilui Nishmas Sararaitza Bat Zion Bas Avram Yaakov and Leah Bas Shmuel Eliezer. Have you heard of Dr. Michael Ben-Ari? Has anyone here heard of Dr. Michael Ben-Ari? Dr. Michael Ben-Ari was a Chaver Knesset. He was uh, disqualified. Look into, the, look into it and you'll see how ridiculous, how much of a tikkun of the Medina we need when you understand that he was disqualified from running again. He was also he was a Talmud of Rav Kahana. He happens to also be the uncle of Hanan Ben-Ari, uh, Dr. Michael Ben-Ari. And he put out a short video last night basically saying the same exact thing that another person who's like a beacon of light in the world of Israeli media named Tzvi Echazkeli said. Have you heard of Tzvi Echazkeli? Privileged to call him a friend. He lives out in here, here in Bataim. Very, very clear. It's this very clear Chazak Ubaru. And they both say the same. They both were basically saying the same thing which is something that's so hard to accept, but it's mamash the tikkun of the midot. There's something we could learn from these Yishma'elim and Machshamam and Zichram, and they all be wiped out by the end of this year. There's something, there's something to learn. There's something to learn from them. And what's that? They knew exactly what would happen after they did what they did in Sumchaz They're evil. They're not idiots. They're evil. They're satanic. They're monsters. But they knew that there'd be a massive retaliation, right? And they also knew that it wouldn't be the type of tagmul that, that we're waiting for. Meaning, 
they knew we would go in, but they knew also that we're still wrapped in a Western mindset of diplomacy. They knew that it wouldn't be, you know, full on the way that, right? So they act, and, he, and they both say that if you look at every ma'aracha we've ever been through, if you look at anything, any of the, any of the wars, any of the, the whole situation that's been here for so long, they knew that there's a word that they, that they have that they work with. I, I think in, in, in Yishmaeli it's called sabar, which means savlanut. They have this, this crazy patience. They have a, a, a sick, this like sick, demented thing about them is that they, they want to lehatish otano. They want to completely exhaust us. And they have time. They, listen, they have nothing to live for. So they say, let's just die slowly. Right? Some of them wake up in the morning like, oh, let's die fast. But the bigger picture, they, they, they die. Let's just keep, keep on dying slowly. Let's, go, keep, let's just keep on getting killed slowly. Slowly. Why? Because they, they know at a certain point the tears with the Nam Yisrael is going to be too much for us to handle. And then they'll come back again and again, chas v'shon, chas v'chalila, and get us even, even harder, chas v'chalila, chas v'shon. And therefore, this is really a war about mastering the midah of savlanut. Not savlanut, that we should have patience for them, chalila, mm-hmm. but that we should, in, I'm talking about us in here, what we're learning, is that we should have the proper amount of focused patience to understand how we are going to win and what it's going to take in order to mamish win. Because in, until chever that are sitting in the room are sitting up in the shilton and making decisions that are a little bit clearer, um, we all know that this is an opportunity for us, not an opportunity, it's an obligation for us to understand what bichlal we're trying to do here in this country and how we're, Bezrat Hashem, going to be, play a big role in fixing what needs to be fixed. Now, Nachon, in our room that we have here, there aren't thousands of people in here, but I want to give you koach, I want to give you all strength. That, Baruch Hashem, and I'm saying this to give us strength, we have many, many, many people that are with us learning every day. A lot. And it's still nothing, we haven't even scratched the surface. No money is put into this learning to go out there. Hopefully, Bezrat Hashem, and daven and be poiled that we could take this type of learning to the next level, to the masses. But just so you should know, it's not just us, a few chavers sitting out here in Efrat and in the mornings that are like, you know, thinking like this. There are. There's a whole army of chavers. There are more and more and more people that are starving, bemet, and feel that this is speaking to their neshama. And every time each of you ask a question, and any time each of you have something to share, it doesn't just go, it's not just, doesn't just, Hopefully it doesn't uh, deter you from actually sharing now. But every time there is someone that has something to share here, it does go out and it's poil on many different people. Uh, just give you one example from years ago. One time someone, uh, I was with Jerry somewhere and either we were traveling or I was here, I don't know, this is years ago, and someone that never met him recognized him by his cough. <laughs> Namash. <laughs> Happened also with Toby when I was with him once in Woodmere, and I introduced him to somebody, and someone recognized him by his voice. 
just by just by a shaila he would ask. There was something, some he had to say. So this is, uh, you know, a chabura, a real chabura, of much larger than just the room. But I want to encourage us all, patience with ourselves right now. I know the the feelings are, ah, uh, right all the time. Like, and it's true. It's mamish right there. But we have to be dedicated to getting it right this time. And even though you know, it seems like Simchas Torah was. 300 years ago, it was just a few months ago, and we're still like children in a, in a kindergarten learning Aleph Bey. I don't know, when do you learn Aleph Bey? Kita Aleph, right? First grade you learn Aleph Bey? Mechina, kindergarten, in that age, we're still learning, we're learning Aleph Bey's of, of being here in this, in, this, in this country, being here alive in this time, and we should have the privilege for stamina, mamash stamina. I, I, are there enough pages that went around? I have to make more pages, right? Or we have to just order these farm. Yeah, okay. So, open up, please, the pages, to, the page to Daf Chav Dalid. This is Rav Ginsburg, Tikkun HaMedina. Baruch Amen. A quick recap. The focus here, and it's amazing how this coincides with the woman's learning on Sunday mornings. The focus is understanding our mitziut, our reality of living in Eretz Yisrael, coming back in 1948, is a mitziut of Sfira Sa'omer. It's a Sfira Sa'omer Avodah. Why? The Shoresh upon which this is built, this enterprise, this project, is uh, based on two dates that happened during Svira Sa'omen. In order to understand how to fix things in the root of the Medina, we were introduced to a concept last week, which my brother was mashlim in a really wacky way, when he chose to begin singing that nigun of Lechatchila Ariber, which was just a peladika moment that I still haven't really processed or gotten over, or ever will, but it's insane. it's mamish nuts. He, he, he wasn't coached no. to sing that song? Absolutely not. Wow. Absolutely not. Wow. Absolutely not. We are going to be reintroduced to the concept of Lechatchila Ariber mindset when it comes to Tikkun HaMedina later in the Sefer. He's going to keep on bringing us back to it. With the purification of the heart that's supposed to take place during Sfira Sa'omer, Lechatchila Ariber becomes our default. I'm going to say that again. When the work that we do in our hearts is done, Chadat Bechadin, when we purify ourselves as an Ambari, as a healthy people, the way we will operate Lechatchila will be Ariber. Meaning that Lechatchila, I will be jumping over the obstacles and not which is an actual saying in Hebrew, means placing my head in the sand. Meaning I'll approach things as, I don't want to say like a gever, but as a chassid. I'll approach things. I'll approach the obstacles that are before me, not by saying, not, not, not the way that it's been. Okay, put it like this. Not the way that it's been. I will approach it with a different function, with a different mindset. And we're going to be reapproaching that concept of the Chathila Riber, how it plays a role in Tikkun HaMedina, how it plays a role in the Tikkun of our private Medina, our, our beings. But for now, to continue to understand how to approach fixing this Mishagas and mess that's called Medinat Israel, and it's still, it's still a mess, a, a mess, we don't even realize how much of it is a mess, and how much, despite the mess, we're still functioning here, which proves how much everything here is supernatural. Because Bemet, I'll pee the mess that's here. It doesn't make sense at all that anything is functioning, that we're functioning, that 
anything, any type of, any type of order is. It's, it's pele that it's not all tohu. It's pele. It doesn't make any sense at all. That it just proves everything here is functioning me'ala teva. Everything here is functioning supernaturally. So go down to the bottom of Dav Chavdalet with the blessings of being able to realize that the spiritual revolution is what's going to make the rin here. And the military revolution, the military pi'ula, is dependent on the spiritual revolution that takes place within the Am. Ha beha talia, it's dependent on each other. Nachzor shuv bonen shel chodesh iyar, go back again to look deeper into the month of iyar. Ha-chodesh ha-kashur beyoter legorala shel medinat Yisrael. This is the month of Iyar, the month that's most centralized, most kashur to the goral, to the, how do you say goral, to the law, to the fate of a Medinat Yisrael, mitoch bakasha pitron etikun ha-matzav. Everyone wants to, we're asking you, Hashem, use us. Use us. Use our neshamas right now. Use our bodies. Use our minds. Those of us that are alive right now, we're asking you, Hashem, use us. Use us to play a role in fixing the Balagan, fixing the mess. Very simple. Basically, this whole Kufa, we do one thing, the same thing every single day. We bring, we count Svira Sa'omer. Back then, we brought the Korban of the Omer every single day. That's the whole period that we're in between Pesach and Shavuot. That, beautiful. And like I said yesterday in the Women's Shir, I have a good friend that some of you met a few years ago, and he discovered at a certain point in his, um, I don't want to call it tshuva, because when, when I say tshuva, you all think, oh, he started putting on tefillin and keeping Shabbos. Not, that, not, not, not yet, not, not so much that. But what he did do was he started learning things on his own, and really opening his heart to, to, to learning. And one of the things he came across that blew him away more than any other thing was the concept of Sfira, Sfira Salmer. <coughs> and he learned the Pneumius of it. So what did he do? He learned, so, he learned it so deeply, and he's like, wow, I gotta go to a synagogue to see how every, every night Jews are getting ready for, Kabbalah, for receiving the Torah again. So he went to a local synagogue where he lives, a local shul, and he went to shul, and he noticed that, you know, right after Mariv, <laughs> So he contacted me, and he said to me, I went to this, the shul, I, was, I told him to, I set him up. I said, go to the shul, you'll see how the Jews are getting ready for the Kabbalah Satara. So he goes to the shul, and he hears that he, he, he experiences the way Yidin are getting ready for Kabbalah Satara again, he, he called me back and he was like, I think I went to the, I don't think I went to the shul that you told me, or I think I, I think I went on the wrong month. I don't know. I was like, no, 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 you went in the right time. We, we lost it. We, you're right. We, we, we lost it. We, we, we haven't, we're not, we're not connected to the panemius of it at all. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, he's like, well, how do, how do Jews today, you know, Yotze, how do they fulfill, fulfill the obligation of the Omer period today? I was like, well, everyone makes, and everyone has reminders and makes sure that they, they count, they say the right number every night. He's like, yeah, but for what? 
because the halacha is, is that if you miss a night with the, with the bracha, if you miss a number, it's like, that's what became of Svirat Omer. That's what became of Svirat Omer. And he built a whole workshop based on the Omer period, the Svirat Omer. He came here to the shul, not this shul, to the, we were down there about six or seven years ago, probably six years ago. He did a workshop, one day for the women, one day for the men, all based, Tikkun HaNefesh, based on Svirat Omer. So I'm reminded of him when I think of it is also it's like we really have to understand what the Avodah HaNefesh, what's going on during Svirat Omer in order for us to understand what's the Avodah of right now. Because really our Mitziyut is that we may have come out of Mitzrayim, meaning we may have left Golis, those of us that are now living in Eretz Yisrael, but we are not yet at the next Har Sinai, which is a different mountain, Haramoriyah. We're not yet... We haven't yet received the Torah that's waiting for us. Be clear about that. Whatever we're experiencing here about Kedusha Sachaim, Torah, Seretz Yisrael, Bekoze, we haven't scratched the surface. We're still not living in that existence. We're not living in that reality. We're not learning and drinking from that fountain because we still have not done the Avodah that's supposed to be done during Svirat Omer. The question is, what's supposed to be done during Svirat Omer? How many of you us grew up from? Who told us about doing anything during Svirat Omer? Later in life, we dabble in Chassidus a little bit. We start noticing, wait a second, I do say a certain midah every single night. Chesed, Chesed, Gvura, oh, that stuff. But then like, we, we get like, older and smarter and we're like, oh, that's reserved for the Kabbalists. They know what that's all about. But I don't really stop and think about these tikkunim, these midahs, and why am I even, what, what am I even doing with it? So this is mamish, a basic, basic understanding of not just what we're supposed to be doing during Svirat Omer, but if I believe that the tikkun for this Medina has to do something inherently connected to the concept of what happens during Chodesh Iyar, which is all Sphira, I have to now plug this into my, my understanding right now. And by the way, everything that we're learning right now by Rav Ginsburg, Rav Sasson says almost the same exact things in Kumi Ori and Isfarim regarding the period of that we're in right now of Am Yisrael coming back to Eretz Yisrael, but not really yet in Eretz Yisrael. Don't kid yourselves. This is not it yet at all, whatsoever. And we didn't need some chastera to remind us that. You understand? We did not need some chastera to remind us that we're still not yet at the next shlav of Geula. So the, the top of, of Dav Chavhe. And I apologize, I apologize, I thought I made enough copies. I, I'll make more next, Be'ez uh, for Wednesday. And if you have the Sefer, even better, you bring the Sefer. And if you want to buy the Sefer, tell me and we'll, get, we'll make an order. What actually takes place during this time? The point of leaving Mitzrayim wasn't just to be free. The point of leaving Mitzrayim had a goal. It was called Kabbalah Satayra. That's why many people have a hard time with Hatikva. Why? Because what's the last line in, in Hatikva? Yeah, that's not our that's not our zach. You realize that, right? That's not. I know this is hard for many of us to hear, but that last line is a very problematic line. Liot am chovshi is not a Jewish concept. It's a national. It's an identity to be a free people. 
Eretz Sion Yerushalayim, it like saves it a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> in high school, the principal, the Manahel, made us sing Liot Am Kadosh. It wasn't so popular, but we didn't get it then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's a very important one. You know, you know who else sings a little bit differently? Leo D. I was with him last night at a wedding. We were schmoozing a little bit, and I remember now that he. He he gave this over. I forget it. Whose name? Liot Amkochi Beretzino. Much of Yeah, Liot Amkochi Beretzino. So my father was at a funeral on on a, was it Thursday morning. A boy from Ranana, a boy, a chayal from Ranana was killed. You saw this boy. I think it was the same boy that he was on Kochav Nolad or Kochav Aba, one of these shows. So he was in my father's choir when he was a little boy in Ranana. My parents went out to the funeral, like, you know, they stand, everyone's standing on the streets and with flags, and there was a person next to my father that had a big flag that said, Am Chofshi. That's all it said on the flag. And my father asked him, just like, I just want to know what you mean by this. What, what does this mean, Am Chofshi? And the guy immediately snaps at him, Mata, provocator, I don't want to talk about provocators. My father's thinking, you're the one that's holding the flag that says, Am Chofshi. I'm just asking you what it is, right? Like, I didn't pry, I didn't, I didn't do anything, right? He stopped the conversation, he saw right away, he wasn't going to go there. But there is this tznu'ah, there is this inyan of understanding. If leaving Mitzrayim was just to be free, then beseder, then liyot am chofshi be'aretzeinu. I get it. Am a chofesh. Am, there was a sticker when I was younger, uh... I don't remember right now. It had the same connotation in, in, in it. It's not what we're here for. We're, just like Sfirat Omer, we left Mitzrayim to go somewhere, to actually go somewhere. It's the same thing over here. You know, Maishu Rabbeinu had the question in this parsha. Vishbet says a whole Torah on this. Maishu Rabbeinu had the question where he says, why Hashem, what, 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 why do you want to take these people out of here just to be free? And Hashem says to him, no, 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 no. I have, I have, I have big plans for them after they become free. I have big plans to a mountain. It's, there's going to be a whole tire. It's going to be a relationship for life. It's not just to get out of Mitzrayim. Reb Shlomo once taught a whole piece. He saw when the black man got freedom for the first time in America. What did he do with it? Right? What, what happened when the black man first got freedom? So it, it, was, it was wild. Why? Because it was all about not being a slave. But there was no, but what do I do as a free person? Right? What do I do as a free person? And I'm reminded now, one of the most heartbreaking, heart-piercing recordings I've ever heard of Reb Shlomo was Sfira Sa'omer. It was like, it must have been like a day after Yom Ha'atzmaut, 1971, Sinai Temple, Los Angeles. It's one of these fire recordings. And he blesses Sfira Sa'omer on stage. And he says, today is 18, whatever it was, eight, eight days, 10 days, that we are free. Not free to do whatever we want, free to finally discover how to serve you. The way he gave it over was so hard, so beautiful. Free to finally discover how to serve you. That's, what he's, that's how he opens up over here. Again, the Pesach... As I listen, and as i looking further ahead... Uh, 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 uh. Well, that's a wrong... You don't want us to look? Never. Well, I want us to learn together. I, okay, no, 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 I'm stopping you. I'm stopping you. It's only because I love you. 
בפסח גאל אותנו הקדוש ברוך הוא מגלוס מצרים על מנת לתת לנו את התורה. בהוציאכת העם ממצרים תעבדו את האלוקים על ההר הזה. בכל שנה אנו משחזרים את יציאת מצרים בליל הסדר וחווים מחדש קטע הקדוש ברוך הוא גואל אותנו גם מגלותנו הרוחנית האישית. There's a reenactment every year, סדר נייט, how Hashem redeemed us but also redeems us with our own, going through our own transformation and redemption. בכל דור ודור ובכל יום ויום חייב אדם לראות את עצמו כאילו יצא ממצרים. רב גינסברג continues, simple, כאז כן היום, מטרת גאולתנו מדי שנה היא לקבל תורה. That's the purpose, the point of our גאולה every year is to receive the Torah deeper. לזכות לגילוי נעלה יותר של תורת השם בחג השבועות, to merit, to receive an even higher revelation every year. of receiving the Torah deeper. You know, if our Shavuos every year isn't deeper, there was no point of taking us out of Mitzrayim again. Hizchachos bekabalas ha-Torah, that I have to receive the Torah even deeper. And I, I, for, because I knew we were going to learn this today, I'm allowed to look ahead, Steve. You, you can. But because I knew we were going to look at this today, I had a moment when, who was bringing the Torah back? Ari, you brought the Torah back? Three weeks ago. No, today. Moshe carried it back. He did oh, Moshe carried it back. Right, Moshe Paula carried it back. Right, you were the Moshe carried it back. I asked myself, is there any difference right now when I kissed the Torah now than when I did when the Torah came out? Because I just heard God's word again. Like, was there, did anything change in me? Do I have any difference right now or is everything just robotic? This is what I do. And I realized, like, wow. Like, did I, 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 I don't think I even heard, I don't think I heard Kriyasa Torah. Because there was nothing really different in the way that I kissed the Torah when it came back than when it was when it came out. And then I started thinking, and I started getting really depressed. I realized it's the Yitzhahara now really working hard. Because I started thinking about what, you know, where else has there been this just, this is what I do, as opposed to, is anything actually happening? Is anything taking place on a deeper level? So Pesach, Shavuot, Sfir, the whole point of Shavuot every year to receive Hashem's word deeper. That's the matara, to merit a higher experience of Hashem telling me, I love you, and this is how I love you. Zoi mauta pnimit shel yitziyah me'avdut lechirut. This is the inner essence of what it means, leaving, leaving slavery and going into freedom. Hasagat mudaut elokit b'madrega gvoha yoter. What does that mean? Hasagat mudaut elokit? Our consciousness of God. Achieving a higher consciousness of God. Anyone ever tell you that in yeshiva? That's, the, that's part of, of Avodah Hashem? <laughs> Achieving a higher godly consciousness. Now, Hasidus is the platform upon which that, those things become attainable. Right? Pnimiya Satora is the platform for which this type of work of Hasagat Mudaut Elokit Gdolayoteh a higher God, consciousness of godliness. <coughs> and here he says like this, תקופת ספירת העומר כולה, התקופה שבין יציאת מצרים למתן תורה, שבחודש אייר, מהוות רוב מניינה, היא תקופה של ציפייה. Wow, this, is, this word was also a dagger when I went over it. The whole period can be summed up in one word, the whole period of חודש אייר. And that word is looking forward to something. ציפייה doesn't just mean... I'm excited, it means I'm expecting. Huh? A longing. A longing that I need Sophia. I am the Tzion Sophia. 
It started off good, right? <laughs> what, what, what is it? Is it longing, yearning, or expecting? Expe- it's, it, the real meaning, the literal meaning really is expecting. When someone's expecting. That's what the actual language that you use. So, right? Mm-hmm. It's put. It sounds so good in English. The, I mean, uh, expecting. To, like it's words. deeper in Hebrew. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not just, it's expecting. I don't know. What's a, what's a deeper word for expecting? Anticipating, Anticipating maybe. Is what you said? Anticipating. Yearning, right. It's a word that can't really be translated. Yearning and longing are, are not, it's, it's within the tzipia, there is yearning and longing. Yearning and longing in Hebrew is lachshok velachsof. Anticipation, meaning if I anticipate something, what does that say about me that I have? Emuna, that it's going to happen. No? If, I, if, I'm, if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm right. You mean you're disappointed if it doesn't happen. It's not that you're just hoping for Longing and yearning would be just to hope, and if it doesn't happen, you won't really, you're just hoping. It's but more accurate. If, if at the end of the day, Mashiach didn't come, you are now disappointed. It's not all that. There's a CPA includes the concept. Of a certainty. Mm-hmm. So the, a certainty is like, yeah. Long, word longing, expecting. It, it may have something yeah. you know yeah. is happening. Yeah. You're just impatiently awaiting. Nachon. So tzipia is basically the context, the mahuta pnimit of the month of ER, because I got a promise from Hashem that what? This period that you're in right now is the middle, is the interim. What's the tzipia? Har Sinai. There's a tzipia that this is just in the middle, right? Tzipia. And I, I'm, I much hate to say it, but one of the one of the real things that I always felt was inherently missing so much in the world of what we call religious Zionism is the tzipia aspect. That I felt like there was such a blow your mind over the fact that we actually came back to Eretz Yisrael of 2,000 years there was just like, I hate to say it, but wow. What else? Huh? What else? No, it was like, we're almost like satisfied with what we had. I don't, I, I'm, 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 I'm nervous to say that, but, but the, the energy was, Banu ela menucha vela nachala. To a certain extent. Like, we, we, we reached it. Vesit nachluyot. There's settlements. Look, we have settlements now. And, and there wasn't this, wait, wait a second. The whole thing is supposed to be much, much bigger than than just the land issue. It's much bigger than that. that. That plays a role in it. But it's supposed to be much bigger. It's supposed to be a change of consciousness, of becoming, becoming different people. Becoming different people. Tkufa shel tzipia. B'pnimiyut ha-Torah mevoar sh'atalich ha-mitrachish betochotah tzipia this is this is what we this is what we're getting to today. What does it mean when I asked you on Pshat? What does it mean that your heart becomes purified without reading ahead? What does it mean that your heart becomes purified? If I say to you, have you worked on your heart lately? So what would you what, what would be an answer? Clarity. Clarity. Undertaking more of the Wait, so I could, but that could also be mean like spiritual, huh? Feeling more. Okay, what else? 
Tikkun Alev, fixing of the heart. I think it's more allowing for the Moach to be Sholeit, because usually, usually it works the other way around. To really fix the heart, you have to kind of dis- disconnect from the, the pulling of the emotions and, and connect. To fix the heart, you have to pull away from the heart. I think so. You've been hanging out with David Jerome. I do hang out with David Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get here in a second. He's preparing us to understand basic, ba- the, a basic notion in the Tanya of how you fix your heart. What's, what, in order to fix your heart, you've got to find out what's in the heart. <laughs> we're talking such big concepts here. In order to fix it, you have to understand what is bichlal, what resides in the heart besides yeah. just like emotions. Which emotions? How do they work? What is a bichlal, right? That's There's so right. many different emotions. That's what I mean with clarity. With clarity. Clarity. Ah. So I'm gonna, we're going to get back to your work, to the, what you said in a second, because there's a deep, there's a more meduyak word in Hasidus that we're going to see in a second. Balev, the second to bottom paragraph, Yeshnan Sheva Midot. David, what do you use for the word Mida? Attribute? Emotion, attribute. Emotion? Balev, Yeshnan Sheva Midot. Shiva Kochot Shonim, Shebahem Ba Hanefesh Lidei Bitui. There are seven different channels of strength. It's not even the right word either. Kochota nefesh. There's certain emotional functions. emotional functions through which the soul expresses itself. Seven different ways through in, 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 within the heart that the soul expresses itself. Midot elu, these functions, shebitziat mitzrayim yatzu lechirut, bitui chofshit, when I left Egypt, what happened to me wasn't just that I wasn't under an Egyptian officer hitting me, was that suddenly I discovered a me that's like, Ani chofshi levate. I'm free to express myself. Now, Rav Kook saw that that is really what the Dora Tzair is yearning for, but in the, in the yeshiva shavel that they grew up in, they were told, no, 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 no that's Asa, because you may go astray, you may get, go astray and you'll be chopped up by what he calls ruchot zarot, foreign spirits, right? And they said, at a certain point, they said, if it's a choice of looking like you, that looks like an oppressed galas dekayid, but is still from, or the chevra that are now showing up in the world of, sorry, Sasha, communism and, and, and Marxism and socialism <laughs> and all these things, all the isms, right? That's where they found their koach, in those places, right? They saw people that were expressing themselves in all the isms, even in Zionism. Nachon? Wokeism. Huh? Wokeism. Oh, that's exactly what's happening today, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Wokeism. So he's like, listen, I, I can express it over there. What's going on? I have all these things in my heart. No one's giving it any room to express itself. So I'm going to go to something that has no real tire. It's just a little idea. There's no one giving me a seder for anything, but at least I could express myself. <clears throat> so again, this is all based on the Tanya, what he's saying over here. There are seven different ways that the heart, in, within the heart, emotions, where you express yourself. You ever, bless you, I can't tell you how many times when I, when I have the schus, or I guess unfortunate schus sometimes, I guess, to meet with couples, it's usually, and, and there's an Indian, it's usually based on the fact that one doesn't feel that they can express themselves. That's always the, the language. Or even if I am expressing myself, you don't hear me. So the expression isn't being heard. And it causes bilbul. 
A job of a Jew is to have seder in the manner in which they express itself. So look, look, look how he continues here. Midot Eilu, second line, Shabitziat Mitzrayim Yatsu Lecherut Vesachul Yecholet Bitui Chovshit, Hinan Mefuradot Vechad Memadiot Mitivan. In its nature, each of these emotions are separate and one dimensional. That means when it's prevailing, nothing else could, ha- nothing else could be. When I have a certain expression, that's the only thing that can happen right now, right? But that's not, that our, our tikkun is to figure out a way how they could all coexist together. Is that a kavana? Not a kavana, this is the teva. That, that's, a, that's it in its nature. The avoda of it is, to, is, is not that at all. So it's automatic. This is happening automatically. If you're angry, you're not happy. If you're sad, yeah. you're not frustrated. Right, that's why you should know that, that Reb Shlomo was, uh, was medayek on a tikkun for this already. I'll just tell you how he, how he changed it. He said the words, we say hazorim bedima, berina yiktsoru. But he always said hazorim bedima berina, yiktsoru. That the way in our, in, in our state of life that we live in, it's not just that I, I sow, I, uh, hazorim, I, uh, I plow with, I sow with, with, Together, I know. I mean, it's it's together. Pesach Rothberg still. Whenever you, if you ever bench with him, he'll. That's how he does it. He's still. I um, uh, I, um, I, I just benched with him the other day. What are we saying? That's how he still sings it. We're gonna explain this. What's the do- we think we live in a one-dimensional world, right? Which means this happened, like Dove said, I'm angry, I'm not happy. When I'm happy, I'm not angry. I think it's clear now that that, that can't work. I was at a wedding last night. You think people weren't broken and sad under the chuppah? Of course they were. They were also ecstatic. Of course they were. When we get forced, we learn how to figure out how to work you know, more than one dimension. It happens more than it's on one side. But usually our brain tells us when this is, this isn't. When this isn't, this is. Straight. This is time for this. And in Hasidus, they explain to us that when the heart functions like that, it's a balagan. It's actually a balagan. And we're going to understand why. Look, look how he explains this. Each emotion is speaking its own language. And when each emotion comes up to the plate, it says, this is who you are, and I'm running the show. And there's nothing else going on here right now. And you, this is where Holy Nefesh comes from this? The guy, he follows one mida and he becomes Holy Nefesh? Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. As you're saying it, then you're... But that's not ideal. Even if it's natural, we're in this world to do fixings, right? Just because it's the natural way that I'm functioning doesn't mean that it should be. A guy wakes up in the morning, I'm naturally uh, uh, just starving. So therefore, because you're naturally always starving, you should eat all day long. No, you have to figure out a way, how to levate that emotion in a way that makes sense and that's healthy. Izun, balance. 
All of these midas have to cooperate with each other. In order to reach a full, complete picture of the expression of the soul. And that's what I'm coming back to my dear friend, Reb Chaim Shlomo, to Dr. Warshavsky. What, what's the Indian over here? Hitkalelut is the right word for behirut. Now, what does hitkalelut mean? What's the, what's the proper word in English? Integration. Integration. No, not integration. It's more merging, but there's a there's a... There's an actual word that we can find in Chabad.org in a second. Unification. It means that everything is nechlal echad basheni. Jeremy, what's the word? Inclusivity? Again, Steve's right. These are words that you just have to know Hebrew better. That it all comes together. Huh? Fusion. Fusions, fusions, chazak. Fusions, chazak. I, I want to just take us out of the text for a second. Do you realize where he's taking us? There's no seder in this Medina. You realize that? There's no seder in the way things are working here. Everyone that has something to say, it's all, it's, it's just, it's just loud. It's just balaganim. It's not, there's no izun yet. There's still no balance here. For the kachot of the nefesh, because it's not being expressed properly. It's not being expressed necessarily Jewishly. Right? There's no hitkalelut of the midot coming together. That happens on a personal level with each person. But the avodah and sfirah omer is to purify each midah of the heart, seven weeks, to figure out how the complete person can show up in Har Sinai and not another shlever. But that a mensch comes up at Har Sinai, says, Hineini, I'm here to receive what you really want to give me. Then when he gets to there, then Hashem brings him the soil, knocks him right down to show him he never fixes me, he goes the next stage and fix them again. You think so? I, I, otherwise he's done his tikkun, he goes to Shomayim. But the way you're saying it is as if it's a punishment. It's not a punishment. It's an advancement to the next round. Chashuv me'od, it's the manner of... It's, it's true what you're saying. It's a high, exactly. It's true what you're saying, but it's not like that meaning like, and I want to show you, no, I want to show you, And that really is what he says 
is the purpose of Svirata Omer and the daily avoda that specifically happens every day during the month of Iyar. He's going to keep on linking it back to here. That's why Yom Atzmot and Yom Yerushalayim happened in Chodesh Iyar, because it's sending us clear messages as to what the avoda, what you're supposed to be doing here, should be like. Now, let's just continue. We're going to finish this. Let's, he says, let's, let's bring this close. Let's understand what I... He's basically, you know, sometimes you should know, I, I've been blessed to be with Rev Ginsburg so many times for so many hours. And sometimes I wonder, when I look at him, does he think that anyone here understands what he's talking about? <laughs> I, quite often I'm looking at him and I probably think to myself, does he really... Th- does, like, does he actually think that anyone here understands anything of what he's saying over here. And sometimes I think that he knows that 99% of the room has no idea what he's saying, besides the, the two guys that are, these guys are his top Talmidim, Rav Moshe Genut and Rav Iti Al-Giladi, and they're writing every word, trend, you know. And, and, but, and then I think to myself, yeah, but he knows that when Mashiach will come, there'll be a whole Torah that people could actually understand, and they'll all be shocked, and he's preparing it already. That's what I think sometimes. But then sometimes... I feel like I even look at him like with eyes of and then he'll like for me as if, right? Right? And I get so excited. He's gonna say something more simple. And I, and again I'm like, oh my this is considered more simple, right? So I'm just warning you. When he says <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to, oh, it's going to all just, you know, stim right now. But it gets a little, you'll see. What are the first two emotions of the heart? The easiest ones. The easiest ones. The ones we relate to the most, the Hava Vihira, right? Love and awe. These seem to be contradicting each other. I either am in a state of Ahava or I'm in a state of Ira. Seemingly, seemingly. But they also complete each other. They, it doesn't mean they complement each other, they complete each other. Real love and awe. Contains within it awe. And I once told you the best Torah, I think, to explain what he just said based on Rav Kook. How do Ahava and Yira really, really work together when it comes to love in a marriage? When you really taste love with someone, you also have crazy Yira in there that, God forbid, you would do something to be pogem in this Ahava. That you would do something that would blemish this love. Like when you really taste the state of love, there's also, you're in awe of it, like, whoa, this is, this is, this is so awesome that I have such a pachad in me that I would ever do anything to tamper with it. It's more like awe or fear within love. Right? It's not awe and fear. It's not fear and love acting independently. It's more of like... Exactly. He's saying they... That's the goal. That's the... like a total that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to like fear being its own. Nahon, it's not fear, it's fear as a tolada of love, but that means that in that moment, those two midot are mashlimot zoidzo, because the truth is, without having that fear, right. you don't really love. Right, okay. You don't really love. There is a hook. But you can't There's have, a you hook can't there. Have. Why? All is not fear. 
But I, I was going more with the word of awe in the beginning. So I'm, I would still keep awe, not fear. I'm in yes. so much in awe of it that I would, I can't imagine. I'm so, I have such a yira before it, this love that I would ever do anything to tamper with it. Yeah. So stay with the word awe. Because I, I'm with the, you. the difficulty that happens, fear and love don't go together. Right. Right. Oh, awe yeah, and love. Ahava v'yira. Ahava and yira. Yeah. I'm in awe so much. It's awesome. I'm in such awe from this experience that it puts yeah. inside of me this caution, this deep caution to ever tamper that I would ever be a bad husband or do something that's not faithful that could chas v'chalila, chas v'shalom, blemish this, this moment of uh, ahava, of love. And even that's not the word we're looking for. But again, it's just basic. Uh, I, I want to talk about this just on a very, like, you know, our, our level, alavai, we could speak about this in terms of loving God, loving Hashem, ahava Hashem, that I taste love of Hashem, and then I have right away what's called yiras haromimus, which is the higher level of, of yira where I have such yira, but it's coming from a place of exaltedness, mm-hmm. not just yira ta'onish. Although, we already learned, based on Sifri HaMosr, Bali HaMosr, you cannot reach the place, reach the place of yira saromimus, this higher level of awe, without having any function of yira ta'onish, of being fe- fearful of, of, of getting punished. This is already, we're already, already detouring, we're already getting sidetracked. Back inside. Lemashal, bechashash. Oh, he said it right now. I can't believe him. Imamish was just thinking about a Torah from Rav Kook, but he's saying the same exact thing. Lemashal, bechashash. Shema hakesher ahuvenu yenutak. It's exactly what we just said. A, 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 an awe, but a fear that gets expressed that God forbid that there'll be a disconnection from the person that I, there'll be a disconnect with the, with the love. Beoto often, in the same manner, also in the Mida of Yira, there's love. It's not just that in love there's awe, but also in awe there's love. When we're in awe before Hashem, or or before those that God told us in His Torah to have fear before them, What does that mean? What does that last line mean over here? What does Ha'aracha mean? When I, appre- when I value something, when I appreciate something, that really is coming from a place of awe, it's because I have love before what I'm in awe of. So we see there how the two midot like that work in harmony. Okay, that's just one example. But in the heart, there's not just a hava and yira, there's a whole gan yeladim. Not just a gan yeladim. There's a whole army. And what else is there? Look at the top of Chavav. Balev sheva midot. Ava, yira, rachamim, bitachon, and they're all supposed to work simultaneously well, in our right headache. Yeah, when you're a parent, that's how it's supposed to Ah, be. So now look what he says here. Look what he says. 
Huh? Shiflut, shafel, humility. But look how look how beautifully he says here. Now, how many days are during Svirat Saimer? Forty-nine days, right? Bisvirat Omer Yeshna Arba'im Vitishayamim Gimatria Lev Tov. The whole point of Svirat Omer is that you come out with a good heart. A good heart is a heart that knows how to work. It's a heart that knows how to express itself. It's a heart that knows how to function with all the balagan. Huh? And it must be balanced. Always, well. constantly, because there's a hit kalalut. Mm-hmm. That's the avod, and that's why every night you start off, right, with a midah on its own. Right? You start off, sorry, with a midah. The first night it's the midah on its own. Chesed, Sheba Chesed. And each night, each sphira during the week, it meets itself. Right? Gvura Sheba Gvura. Tiferet Sheba Tiferet. Hod Sheba Hod, which we're going to get to, of course. Yesod Sheba Yesod. Malchut Sheba Malchut, right? You have all these things, but really it's always hit kalalut b'midot. How does my tiferet work with, I don't know, throw another one out. Chesed, or gvura. How does my gvura work with chesed? How does my netzach work with hod? Like, right? Like, take a second and breathe it in for a second. Understand what these two midot even are. What are they, Bichlal? What's the avoda of the leven this time? You really think Sfirat Omer is all about just making sure you counted with or without a bracha? That's why. That's how shallow but God is. Is, is. is a guy that just does this. Is there something pool on, on him? What do you is mean? Any pool are going on? The guy he never learned to sit. It doesn't know nothing. Yeah. He goes to shul. He counts. Hashem and says the bracha. He's yotze. He's yotze a mitzvah. Is there going to be something pool on his midos or no? On his midos? Yeah. He's de- he's definitely gets a checkbox in Shemaim, yeah. and that that and we should never discount that. But is there something poil on his midos? No. If he's standing there, okay, and he's witnessing himself, that's when we try him, and he's saying Baruch Atash, and he's like sitting there, and he's it takes him actually thirty seconds to say Svirah Salomer, and not five, maybe, but. I, like, but so what, 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 what does it matter to me? If he's not conscious of it, then what's the error of, of I just want to know, does anyway. you're just, all these years, did I do anything? <laughs> was, anything, was anything fixed all these years in my first solar? Was anything done or nothing? That's we, what I'm asking. We can't say no. Because uh, I never learned this uh, Chochmat HaNefesh and this whole right. thing of Ginsburg. Did I do anything all these years as first solar? You, you did yeah, something. You, 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 you said a bracha, you... And you and you, if you if you counted the whole way, you're a mashlim, the inyan of making sure you said a bracha every night, and then you receive the Torah after saying Sfirah Salmer every night with the bracha. Mazel tov. I mean, you did it. If you're asking, did I fix my mitos? The question is, how you going to count Sfirah this year? Yeah, exactly. If Lo in this case. Shema on a level of, uh, of of actually of like poel like that that's the that's the word he kept on asking yeah. was it poel like did it do anything? Hashem gave us atachon adam das. He gave us a mind to think like this. It has the sitra achra wants you to the sitra achra wants you to look back and doubt everything. Azovid say who doesn't matter. They look sure. It's not. A, it doesn't matter. You know, someone said something so deep. Everyone has become fixated on a certain time of the day during this war. What time? 
601 is usually the moment after they announce if Chas V'Shonam Chayelim were killed. But I want to say this differently. You know what the most defining time of the day is? 602. 602. 602 is my moment. 601 rips my heart, breaks me down, wants to, wants to choke me, that doesn't want me to get out of bed. 602 is my, is my moment of the morning, of the day. And me, and showing up. So again, it doesn't matter. What, whatever was, Azriel, all of us are in the same boat. Whatever was, was. It's now. It's now, and I, but, but something important to say. You're in Mekayim, a mitzvah, that the Torah says, and it didn't tell us more. The Torah just says, you have to count days. The Torah said that, you did it. But the soul is saying, feed me more. Don't discount it. Did it toil or not? You have to talk to a tzaddik or a kabbalist that could detect these things on your nefesh. I have no idea, man, you I just know that all of us collectively, our souls are screaming for more. So I just want to end this. This is what happens during the 49 days. Second line. Really, the Omer is the harmony, the merger, the integration, the fusion, the balance of, of all the ways that I want to express myself find its place in harmony. In harmony. If they learn to work in harmony, what ends up happening is that you thought you had seven midas, you actually have 49. You have 49 different ways to figure out how to express your heart when there's a merger of the, of the emotions, when they come together. And they work good. And you, and you know what? You know what the sound is when they all work together. It sounds like this: inside, in rash, Gan Eden, right? Usually inside, there's such rash. It's so loud, and the Medina is so loud. It's so loud here. It's so loud, but that's happening inside of us too. When the emotions learn how to work with each other properly, when there's a proper merger and fusion of all the different attributes that are going on inside of me, it's either shh, or maybe even better, it's a zrima of mime, water flowing, you know, a flowing of water. That's why we feel so peaceful. It's mamash. It's epic. It's like, that's what it should be. Chodesh Iyar, and he ends off here like this. this we're going to stop over here. Chodesh Iyar, HaKolel Kulo B'Tchuma Shel Avodat Tikkun Azo. Romez Lanu, what is this month that the whole month is working on this? It's showing us Shetiva Shel Medinat Yisrael Kashur L'Talich Shel Tikkun. That really, this thing called Medinat Yisrael is just a platform for a Tikkun. A Tikkun of what? Of the collective body of Am Yisrael of figuring out how to work together in a proper and holy way. It's a proper and holy way. This cherus and redemption that we merited when? In 1948. Yesh la adain teva shel tohu. No? 
You see what yeah. he said? Ari, did you hear this last line? This geula that we married, it may be geula, but its nature is tohu. That means chaos. And what happens in chaos? Like David Aaron Jerome was saying before, there's no hit kalalut of the midot. It's just everything's a free for all. Everything is wild. Everything's out of control. Each person's trying to push his own thing and saying, when I'm in control, this is what needs to be. There's no merger. There's no fusion. There's no harmony. There's no harmony. And it needs to be fixed. I love this word. You know what it means to le'aden something? Adin. How it actually, this avoida, right? This work of tikkun amidos actually bepoyal, like literally, fixes tikkun medinat Yisrael. Fixes the medinat, fixes medinat Yisrael. So it's, it's like, it's a funny, it's a wild journey because it's, we're learning all this and it's so personal. It's like, oh, he's talking about us. Then like, we pull out of us and our balagan. He's like, wait, but that's actually Pnei Medina. Like, that's actually what it, where, mashem, what's going on over here, Meshakif. I say Meshakif. It uh, projects. projects what parallels the, 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 the whole body, the whole body of the Medina over here. So the chaos is it every person. It's not really the Medina. Shnem. Shnem. It's a collection. It's 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 both. Legamre. So is it only in the person? Shnem. Both. Shnem. In the person. When every person fixes himself, that would be fixed. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how he develops it. He's just giving us a basis here to understand Tikkun Alev. But again, he's. You know what? You know what? You know. This book could not have been written and this Torah could not have been given if Ben-Gurion decided to announce the month, to announce, uh, you know, Hakamata Medina and Sivan. It w- wouldn't work at all. It actually would make more sense uh, based on Ben-Gurion if he would have announced this in Sivan. Why? Because what happened in Sivan? Destination. Right? So it would have worked out P. Ben-Gurion saying, this is it. We've arrived. We've arrived. But even he's just a pawn of Hashem, and he's working subconsciously too, and saying, ER. ER. Avodah Salev, Tikkun Amidus. On your way. Middle ground. Middle ground. This, this tire is dynamite. And I'm a mamash, and I can't wait to continue this Wednesday. Reserve the show. Shkoyah.